Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness, with your host, J.R. Thicklin. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments made on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. Hope and Healing takes you from a place of pain, abuse, violence, rejection, and abandonment to a place of hope, healing, and power. All aboard with your author, activist, advocate, and friend, man of purpose himself, and your host for the evening, Mr. J.R. Diglett. that it is. Thank you so very much for joining us here tonight on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here, right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. Call a friend, call a neighbor, let them know that Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness is on the air. For those of you that are joining us for the very first time, I just want to give you a little idea of what this program is about. We're here every Monday night, every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 of course, in the central time zone, seven in the mountain time zone, and six for those that are there in the Pacific time zone. And, of course, wherever you may be around the country, you can find us right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. Well, this show was designed with you in mind. This show is for those that may be uh, uh, undergoing issues such as um, abuse, abandonment, rejection, loss, grief trauma, whatever those things that may require a journey of hope and healing, because it is through hope and healing that we find a journey to wholeness. A lot of emphasis on our shows are addressing the issue of domestic violence, domestic abuse, uh, sexual abuse, sexual violence, but also spiritual abuse, economical abuse, and anything. It could be abandonment. It could be uh, desertion. It could be divorce. It could be anything that has left a place of, uh, of, of a hole in your heart, that's left a place of emptiness a place of even turmoil and great pain. We're together, not only are we talking about the issue, but we're raising a platform that we may be able to find that place of wholeness. It is a journey to wholeness because the issue of the event may be over with, but it doesn't mean that the pain has stopped. So that is how, uh, that is why we're here, and that's why uh, we address this subject matter every week. Our show is on uh, every Monday night, 9 p.m., p.m. Eastern Time. So those of you that are listening by way of the Internet, that's www.soulofamericaradio.com, and go right there to the Hope and Healing page and hit Live. And when you hit Live, you'll come right into the broadcast. For those of you that may be uh, listening by way of telephone or may even want to call in and be a guest, you can listen and call in at area code 323-784-9638. That's area code 323 
784-9638. That is how you reach us here. And for those of you that may be listening as well uh, and you would like to send your questions or whatever, you can email me at jficklin at soulofamericaradio.com. That's the letter J T H I C K L I N at soulofamericaradio.com. That is how you can reach us tonight. And I want you to know tonight that if you have a question or comment, you can email that. And I would also invite you tonight, for those of you that follow us on Facebook, we have a few Facebook pages there. Uh, not only do we have Jay Ficklin uh, on Facebook, but we also have domestic violence it is your business it's a page join that group page there simply uh join it uh, invite yourself and we will accept you into this group where there's great information that is posted there uh, on an ongoing basis about the issue of domestic violence abuse sexual violence the impact of domestic violence on children uh ways and, and uh, resources how to get out warning signs all of those things are designed with you in mind because we want you to be a part of the solution now, on the other hand, I want you to also know we have another Facebook page, which you can go to. It's called Destiny by Choice, the Roman numeral two, Fellowship, which is a great page. Find yourself on that page there because that page there is a page of encouragement. That page there is a page of inspiration. That page there is filled with uh, just testimonials and songs and videos. That page is there on uh Facebook, Destiny by Choice 2, and you can be a member of that page as well. As a matter of fact, that page there is always filled with activity, it is filled with love, it is filled with salutation, and uh, it is a great page to be on. And as a matter of fact, there are so many things. I mean, when you talk about social media, a lot of times people have a very negative perception of social media, but I always say that anything you do, it matters uh you know, who's doing it and the purpose for doing it. And so when you go to the page there, Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship page, I want you to know there are about four activities that are going on each and every day that you have an opportunity to be a part of. As a matter of fact, one of them is called Daily Roll Call. And Daily Roll Call is basically when a person gets on that page in the morning, they give a salutation or greeting. It could be, it could be uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. It could be a number of things. It could be a, a testimonial. It could be a video. But it's a way to just greet those uh, every single morning. But then there's also what we call daily bread. Daily bread is another opportunity to get on and be able to share scripture on that page there. And then we have what we call the uh, Bible challenge, the daily Bible uh, challenge that is going on there. It's a way to sharpen a one's knowledge of the Bible and to get ongoing discussion going on. And then we have shout-out Saturdays and, and different things of that nature that is on this particular page. Now, I want to say this to you. These pages, all of these pages are manned by my very dear friend and a executive uh, CMN administrator uh, there, Indy Harlem. She uh, mans each of those pages and makes sure they're done. And we also want to just acknowledge every month we have a winner. We have winners in these categories. So this past month in November, uh, Princess Hargrove, she was the winner of our daily roll call, meaning that she was that first person consistently every day that was there to be the one to post her greetings first to the uh, to the Destiny by Choice Fellowship family. And then we have uh, we have uh, Devon Cruz who have just did it up because she was the winner not only of our daily bread, but she was also the winner of our. Um, 
a Bible study challenge. So she has done great things. Now, each of these winners have been invited to be a, a guest on the show to just call in, and they've declined so far, but we're always looking for more. So go to Facebook, and you'll find that page there. And uh, there's always something good to promote so much. But tonight, we're on tonight, and I want to take the time. First of all, I, I want to say happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Uh, happy Kwanzaa. Whatever you may be celebrating during this time. But what I want to do tonight, I want to make sure that we don't overlook the fact that for many people during this time of year, as much as it's festive for most of us and we're in a great spirit, for many people this time of year is very much a challenging time. It's a challenging time for those that may have lost a loved one at this time of year, uh, for the, uh, who may have lost a loved one earlier in the year, for those that may have uh, broken off a relationship, for those of us that may have gone through something that has been very, very uh, uh, you know, traumatic for us, this time of year is not always that time of year where we feel like uh, doing something that is very um, festive. As a matter of fact, for many people, this time of year is the time of year that represents pain. So I was hoping tonight would be a show that would allow people not only to reflect, but I was hoping that tonight would be a show that would allow people to really look and find a place of healing even if they want to share, even if they want to share something they've gone through, even if they want to share uh, something, maybe a tribute to someone that they uh, lost or someone that is gone on. But I want this to be a time of hope and a time of healing. Now, let's do it this way. There are people who are dealing with legitimate pain. They're dealing with the loss of a loved one. Because this time of year often represents the time of family, the time of gathering, the time of just sharing. And when there's individuals that are no longer here, you feel that emptiness. You feel that void. I know that is firsthand. I, this year, will deal with the pain and the absence of both my oldest sister as well as my mother, who passed about four and a half months apart from each other. Um, I would say unexpectedly, and uh, uh, it's definitely a void in our heart. When I think about their voices, when I think about the things that I'm so used to them saying, when I'm thinking about the look on their faces when we normally open up gifts and, and just hearing the salutations of Merry Christmas and singing songs together, yes, there's a void there. And I know for not only me but each one of my family members that there, this is a year that will be different. It will be different than most years. So it is the first year that we, we no longer have mother, we no longer have our older sister, and then it marks the second year of not having our father. And so, you know, the, the family dynamics have changed. For some that are listening today, your hurt and, and the emotional part for you may be the loss of a loved one, but it could also be the loss of a relationship. Maybe you went through divorce on this year. Maybe you're going through a hard time of separation even now. Maybe you're dealing with abandonment, maybe rejection. Maybe a relationship that you really thought was, uh, was going to work did not work out or fell apart. And so for you, that this is a little time of blue for you, but I want to encourage you in the midst of it that it's all right. You will get through this. Now, what I want to say on the other end, as I try to encourage, I want you to do all that you can to not allow what I call the artificial construct of this holiday season to be the thing that brings you to a place of, uh, of pain, a place of guilt, a place of loneliness or isolation. And I say artificial construct because let's be just real about it. The question was asked, can you explain why we celebrate Christmas? 
And the reality is, surely I could explain why I celebrate Christmas. But when you look at the world at large, I promise you that we don't all celebrate this holiday for the same reason. For many people, this holiday is a more or less uh, end of the year. It's a more or less, uh, if you would, a checking out time of the year, a time of reflection, a time of trying to do good, your last goodwill and good deed of the year. It's a time of sharing. It's a time of those things. For many people, it represents new things. It represents gift, the time of gift giving and the time of gift receiving. And all those things are good within its place. But where it goes south is the fact that when we get into these places of feeling like we're not adequate or we're not significant or we're broken, and we have no reason, and we have no reason to celebrate because of the fact all of a sudden we don't have who we want to have. We're not doing what we want to do. We don't have the things that we've so associated with Christmas. And so, what makes it even more challenging is that we have songs like "Christmas is just not Christmas without the one you love," and you got these songs that that uh, produce all these type of gl- types of blue and gloomy feelings that all of a sudden you start feeling like you're inadequate, you're not good enough, you're not sufficient, uh, you're unlovable, all of those things. That's what I want us to get rid of tonight. I want us to cast those things away from us. I want us to to, to uh, totally to sever those type of thoughts because you must understand that when we really, really look at the real meaning of Christmas, and I call it the real meaning of Christmas, because one of the things that the Scripture tells us is that, that he, that he came, it would be peace on earth and goodwill toward all men. So when we look at peace on earth, let's talk about this. Where does this peace come from? Surely this peace doesn't come because of the fact that you went to Brandsmart or you went to uh, Burlington Coat Factory or you went to one of the department stores or someone bought you something and you got something new from uh, one of the best buys or whatever. No, that's not what brings peace. And the reality is, is that we really look at this. A lot of people are stressing at this time of year. People are stressing because of the fact of the artificial construct that we have created in this country that we call Christmas. The artificial construct where we feel like, oh, if I don't have a tree, I don't have Christmas. Oh, if I don't have the lights, I don't have Christmas. Oh, if I don't have bells, I don't have Christmas. Oh, I don't have anything to put up under the tree. So do you understand the artificial construct that has been created have also created stress upon many people. So what happens? People get in debt around this holiday season like never before. Why? Because we're trying to fulfill and we continue to perpetuate this artificial construct that we call Christmas. Don't you understand that when we take the look at the artificial construct versus what really the meaning of Christmas is all about, they are totally polar opposites of each other. Number one, the artificial construct of Christmas causes a lot of pain, causes a lot of stress, causes a lot of calories, causes a lot of hurt, causes a lot of disappointment, even causes a lot of what I call fix-me overnight relationships, uh, these fake sense of uh, relationship because, of fact, everybody wants to be with somebody for Christmas. Well, humbug. Yeah, that's what I said, humbug, because the fact you need to understand that's not really what the real meaning of Christmas is. Let me tell you, inside of the real meaning for Christmas, we understand that peace on earth and goodwill toward all men. Well, where do we get peace from? Well, 
if we're remaining with Scripture, the Word of God says in Isaiah 26 and 3, And I shall keep thee in perfect peace those whose minds that are stayed on me. So number one, if we're going to, if we're going to overcome this artificial construct of what we call Christmas, then we must have the real meaning of Christmas in our heart. The real meaning of Christmas in our heart is not about us becoming stressed out because of a gift, or because stressed out because we don't have enough of this or that, or to become stressed out because we didn't have a money to get our favorite gift or something for our children, we have to stop that. And we have to begin to show our children the real gift of God. The real gift of peace is love. It's the love that we show one another. And love is something that we should do 365, not just in the month of December. So I'm saying to you today, for those of you that are really battling this, I'm saying don't allow this artificial construct of Christmas to be the thing that take you out. High blood pressure, getting into debt, borrowing money that you don't have, doing uh, you know unscrupulous favors for people. No, you don't need a sugar daddy. You just need to fall in love with our Father and understand that He will give you peace. Understand, He said in John fourteen and twenty seven, He said, "My peace give I unto you." Watch what He says. Not as the world giveth, but give I unto thee. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now listen. Yeah, that was written. I mean, that sounds like that's a perfect antidote to what we're dealing with today. So what I'm trying to get you to understand is this. Do I know that there are these moments of emotion and pain and, and sadness and all those things that happen this time of year? Surely I do. But what I am trying to say is that please don't allow it to be because of the artificial construct called, called Christmas, that we call Christmas. Because when we look at peace and goodwill toward all men, let me tell you what peace and goodwill doesn't do. Peace and goodwill doesn't break in people cars, breaking people houses, stealing the gifts that they bought, only to be able to give to someone else. That's not peace and goodwill toward all men. That's not even that's not even good common sense. I tell you what else peace and goodwill uh, toward men all men isn't. It's not stealing things out of the store and then trying to sell it to someone hot. That's not peace and goodwill toward all men. Peace and goodwill toward all men is not blackmailing someone uh, over the Christmas season because, in fact, you want something out of them. That's not peace and goodwill toward all men. But can I tell you what peace and goodwill toward all men is? It is the gift that God gives freely to each and every one of us. It is the promise that when his son Jesus came wrapped in swaddling clothing, see, when the word became flesh and it came and it dwelt amongst men, he came in the most humble way. But he came bearing a gift, and that gift was peace and love. Because he came, it's not the Christmas tree. It's not the tree that you and I look at. But better yet that we understand that he gave us a right and access to the tree of life. That is the real tree that he's talking about. And then when we talk about that tree of life, we know that in that tree bears all great things, bears everything that we need pertaining to this life and godliness. And so when we get the right mind and get the right framework of what this Christmas is all about and what Christmas is all about, then we find ourselves not sad. Can I tell you something? That listen, if you don't have a gift up under the tree, understand that you got the gift of life. You have the gift of joy. You have the gift of God. And I want you to know that your significance in God is not predicated by how many gifts that you receive, is not predicated by how many gifts that you're able to give. But if you would give your love and give yourself completely and totally, God smiles upon that. 
Could you imagine what it would be like if we just taught our children real real 100% love during this time of year? That, listen, rather than look to receive, look to give. Give. Go visit a nursing home. Go sing carols to those that are unable to get out. Go visit those that are in uh, that are that are uh, uh, that are in hospitals and uh, those people that are in convalescent centers. Go visit those individuals. Ask what can I give? What can I give to someone else? Because this is the season truly of giving. What can I do to make a difference in your life? Now, having said that, it is not a time to stress out because you don't have it. Don't find yourself in the red because of the fact that you were so determined that I've got to have this and i got to have that. No. What I want you to know is this. Take the time to reflect on the goodness of God throughout this year. And as I said, some, I know that your heart is heavy because that table, that table at your house or that table where you normally gather, there's an empty seat there this year. A loved one is gone. And though that loved one is gone, I want you to understand, beloved, that it is that it is time. It is time for you to still reflect and be thankful to God for their life and their contribution that they have made inside of your life. You're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, our holiday edition. This is J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us. If you'd like to call in, you have a question or comment, just call in, area code 323-784-9638, and simply hit the number 1 on your keypad that lets our producer know that you'd like to have a question and a comment and we'll get you right on we'll be so glad uh, to have you on the air tonight listen i want you to understand that this is a time of season to celebrate to celebrate not only the birth of christ but to celebrate the opportunity to give of yourself to give of your love a song isn't a song until you sing it love isn't love until you give it away and i'm saying to you give give what are you going to do in this christmas i tell you what i'm going to do i'm going to remember my mother i'm going to remember my father i'm going to remember my sister they're all gone they're not with me this year they're around the throne of god but in their honor i'm going to give of myself i'm going to share a song i'm going to share an encouraging word with someone i'm going to give someone the love that they need i'm going to give someone an encouraging word I'm going to hopefully speak a word into someone's life who feels like it's all over with. But, you know, most of all, you know what I want to do? I want to make a difference. I want, the, I want to allow the love of God to shine broadly in my heart. I want to make sure that when all is said and done, that I have more than just a gift, a present to give someone, one that is tangible. I want to give them something that is so intangible that it will last forever. I want to give someone something so, so intangible that it will last forever, that they'll be able to take it with them 24-7. Because I want you to understand, Jesus is the reason for the season. Don't you ever forget it. Jesus is the reason for the season. And before you start feeling down, before you start feeling rejected, before you start feeling like this is, that this is a terrible Christmas or season, I want you to remember this, beloved. You have so much to be thankful for. Listen, go ahead. Touch yourself. Oh, man, that feels good, doesn't it? That means that you're simply still here. You're still here, my friend. 
and because you're still here, that means that you have you have worth, you have value, you have something to contribute. And I want you to know that today. I want to encourage you that are out there because I know this is a difficult time for many of us around this holiday season. But don't allow it to be difficult because of money. Don't allow it to be difficult because you didn't get every present that you thought you could get. But let me tell you something. Make a difference in someone else's life. Make a difference yourself. Make a difference. I mean, share something with someone. And I know for some people, this may be a time of liberation. Somebody said they got out of something this this year or early this year that they're now free of. For some people, this is the first Christmas they're going to have where they're no longer in an abusive relationship. For some, this Christmas will mark an anniversary that I'm no longer being battered. I'm no longer being abused. I'm no longer having guns drawn on me. I'm no longer being threatened. For some, it's a celebration. And for others, it may be a time of hurt. But I'm telling you the greatest gift that you and I can give is the gift of love to somebody else. Reach out to someone else. And let me say something to you. A lot of times we are very extravagant. Man, we go way out. We really go out. We go way out, man, We because we want the biggest and the best. There's nothing wrong with that. But have you ever thought about who's that person who lives underneath me? Who's that person who lives next door? Remember that little boy, that little girl that you saw that, that that sometimes we talk about because they didn't have the appropriate clothes, they didn't have appropriate things, they didn't have, you know, it, their, their clothes wasn't pressed, they've been wearing the same shoes all year long. I tell you what, you want to experience Christmas? You want to see Christmas really happen? I dare you to reach out to someone like that. I dare you to make a go of some, someone like that. I dare you to do so. You know why? Because if you do so, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to make a difference in someone's life. You know what Christmas means? Christmas means giving. The father gave his son, the son gave his life, and without giving there is no true Christmas, and without sacrifice there is no true worship. And that's what this thing is all about, folks. It is about truly the real gift of giving. And I want to encourage you inside of that today. I know know for many of you, let me say this, I know for many of you today, I know that you've gone through some stuff. I know you have. I've gone through some things. But by the grace of God, I'm here. And I want you to rejoice in that today. I don't want you to allow yourself to be down. And I want you, if you're in my shoes and you've lost loved ones this year and this is going to be that Christmas and they're not at that table, I want to encourage you to do something tonight. I want to encourage you to do this. I want you, when we're off this air, look look to God and look to them and say, Lord, I thank you for the time that you allowed them to be in my life. I celebrate their memory. I celebrate their gift that they gave unto us and the gift they were unto the earth. I celebrate, Lord God, their purpose and what you allowed them to be in my life, regardless of the amount of time. And, Lord, for that I'm thankful. And I'm thankful, God, that I can take whatever lesson that I learned from them, and I'm able to perpetuate that and spread that cheer and that love to someone else. Can I get you to think about Christmas from a standpoint of giving in another way? Not just receiving, but giving of yourself, giving of your praise, giving of your love, giving of the lessons that you learn. Somebody, you're listening to me today, and you're out of your abusive relationship that you was in. Somebody today, listen, you're out of that abusive marriage. You're out of that crazy marriage, whether it was abusive or not. You're just out. Thank God you're out of it. you got something to be thankful for. You're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Holders. This is your host, J.R. Ficklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us. And tonight is our holiday edition. We want to just simply take the time to reflect because we know that there are many that are hurting this time of year. It's not a great time for them. It's not good cheer. But we want to do what we can do 
this is your opportunity. Maybe you have a story. You want to give a story. You want to share a testimony. You want to give tribute to someone that's going on. This is your opportunity. You call in at area code 323-784-9638. That's area code 323-784-9638. And once you're done that, if you desire to have a question and a comment or share that story, I'm saying it's open line to you tonight. Simply hit number one on your keypad. That lets our producer know that you want to get on the air, and we'll get you on the air. As a matter of fact, not only will we get you on the air, we'll allow you the opportunity to share your story. And um, and if you don't want to give your name, you don't have to give your name. We simply want your testimony. We want you to be able to touch and reach out and touch someone else. I will be right back right after this break. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. This is J.R. Thicklin, and thank you for joining us. See you right after the break. Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness with J.R. Thicklin is coming back right after this. You're listening to the Soul of America Radio, LLC. This is the one and only Sword. domestic violence in her lifetime. Every year, nearly three million children witness domestic violence right in their homes. Domestic violence is most likely to occur between the hours of 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. More than 60% of domestic abuse incidents happen right at home. Survivors of domestic violence face high rates of depression, sleep disturbance, anxiety, flashbacks, and other emotional distress. If you or someone that you know is a victim of domestic violence, or if you think someone is, reach out to them. If you are a victim, reach out to somebody. You can call the National Hotline right now at 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-7233. If you didn't have a chance to write that number down, call Jay Thicklin right now at one 323 this is the one and only Soar. Speak to Jay right now at 323-784-9638. And now, Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness 
continues with your host, J.R. Thicklin. Welcome back to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Ficklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here, right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. For those of you listening for the very first time, we welcome you to this Soul of America Radio family. You can reach us at area code 323-784-9638 if you have a question, comment, or want to share testimony. If those of you that are listening by way of the Internet, www.soulofamericaradio.com, that is how you can listen to us there. For those of you that may be listening, and said, I don't want to come on the air, but I do have a question or comment, you can also email me at jficklin at soulofamericaradio.com. That's the letter J, T-H-I-C-K-L-I-N, at soulofamericaradio.com. In this very special holiday edition tonight, I am talking about, and very much open line, so those of you that are listening and you'd like to get on, simply hit the number one on your keypad, and I promise you, our producer will let me know, and you'll get right on the air. But listen. This is a time that I know that we should be rejoicing, and we, we, you know, we, we have peace on earth and goodwill toward all men, and that's really what it's supposed to be all about. But the reality is, folks, is that there's an artificial construct that is there that, that we have associated with Christmas. It's the commercialization of Christmas. And so what happens with that is that from our time, even before our time, the whole expectancy of gifts, we're going to get gifts, we're going to get gifts, Santa Claus coming to town, you know, St. Nick coming down the chimney. And guess what? That was cute when we were kids because, in fact, we depended on that to happen. But when, when we grow up, and guess what? And all of a sudden, guess who's Santa? <laughs> and guess who's Claus? Oh, that would be us. And then for so many, that puts them in a position and a in a, in a situation of a mindset that now if I don't have this, if I don't have this much for Christmas, all of a sudden I'm having a terrible Christmas. I feel bad. I feel terrible. You couple that with the fact of songs talking about, you know, uh, you know, Christmas just like Christmas without the one you love, and you know, and, and all these other sad songs that really accompanies a time that is supposed to be a time of really joy and a time of upbeat and a time of uplifting. And all those things there. And it robs the very spirit of what this holiday and this spirit is all about. Tonight, I want to give you an opportunity to shut down that sense of hopelessness and to begin to build on a hope that is really founded and grounded in the real meaning of Christmas. And the real meaning of Christmas is about giving, it's about peace on earth and goodwill toward all men. And I'm saying to you that it's the peace of God that is your gift. And it doesn't have to wait until Christmas for, it, for, it to, for him to give it to you. It is the gift of God that is your gift that makes a difference in the midst of where you are. It is understanding that he has come to set the captives free. So if you've been bound in your heart, bound in your mind, bound in your spirit, been bound in an abusive relationship, been bound inside of a very tumultuous marriage or whatever it may be, I'm here to tell you that God can set you free. He makes you free. He will do that. And it's peace that he gives us. I love it. Isaiah 26 and 3. And he says, I shall keep thee in perfect peace, those whose minds that are stayed on me. And then he says again in John 14 and 27, he said, My peace give I unto thee, not as the world giveth, but give I unto thee. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And then he tells us again in Scripture, he said, Listen, and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding shall keep our hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. Man, I'm telling you, this is worth it. 
So I want you to hold on to their peace. We have a caller that we're going to get on the air right now. Area code 323-784-9638. Area code 323-784-9638. That's how you join us at number one on the keypad. Caller, you're on the airway. Call ending at 6962. Welcome. Good evening, Pastor Dicklin. How are you doing? I am doing great. How are you? I am awesome. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm so glad that you joined us. Yes, and I'm so glad to be on the air this evening. Um, I just wanted to share that I am free from bondage, and um, I'm, yeah, I'm free because, you know, sharing some of my testimony, I'm no longer a victim, but I am victorious because I went through domestic violence. Yes. Four years ago, I was in a relationship that was not healthy for me. But in part with that, I am, you know, giving back. So I'm really excited about doing, you know, what God has placed upon my heart to do and continue just to to stay focused and on, on this journey. So I am really excited. And I, and I know that I'm no longer the woman that I once was. You know, I see wow. the growth even in myself, you know, every day. You know, let me say this, Flurry, because you are truly a testimony. Mm-hmm. You are a light. It is giving me such a great pleasure just literally seeing you grow and mature and just blossom right in front of our eyes. And when I say that, is that we're, I, I'm seeing confidence. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a confidence. I'm seeing a boldness. Seen, you know, it's almost like the song, I think it was Patti LaBelle that did it, you know, I got a new attitude. I yeah. mean, I, I, I see that inside <laughs> of you, inside of everything. I mean, your boldness, you kind of throw your, you know, kind of throw your head up, you know, and, and, and keep walking with this uh, confident stride about you. And, and yet it's still, when you talk about, I mean, you, you came on and you said, look, first of all, I'm, I'm free, I'm thankful because I'm no longer in bondage. My God, that's enough to give mm-hmm. God thanks for right there. No longer in bondage. So when we talk about not being in bondage, not bondage of mind, not mm-hmm. bondage in an uh, abusive relationship, not bondage in that way. Mm-hmm. And, and you talk about almost four years ago, and if you don't mind sharing, maybe this is a different yes. audience tonight, Gloria. You know, if you don't mind sharing, mm-hmm. I don't know, in the time you were in your abusive relationship, did it ever span across this time of the holidays, of Christmas and things? And if it did, how was it for you? I mean, was it was it something that that really changed the way that you normally would celebrate Christmas, or did you feel really the excitement that you you know normally would? Or how, what was it like for you? Well, um, then it was it wasn't exciting for me. It was kind of a sad time for me because I was I had to you know be kind of hidden and and um and introverted basically. But once that I was able to step out and step away and be free, and I'm going to say, well, I'm no longer going to live this way. I no longer want to, you know, um, be in this relationship. I can truly be free and I can, and now I can even like see um, um, signs with other women, you know, because when you're in the relationship, you kind of ignore them. And you say, well, it'll get better, or if I do this, you know, he'll get better. But it was actually getting worse. And a person is not going to change unless they have the willingness to change. It has to be within them 
to do so. And so when the individual says, well, I'm not going to change and I don't want to change, well, then that's that (laughs) ticket to get up and get out and say, you know what, you know, I have to go because either I'm going to die or you're going to die or both of us are going to die and it's not worth that, you know. And, and, And I knew that God had so much for me, even though, you know, Satan was trying to snuff me out. But, you know, what God has for you, even the devil in hell can't take it away from you. So, um, you know, I said all of that to say this. I know that I'm truly a different person, and um, I'm just grateful for everything, for everything that God has done for me. You know, you you have every right to give him praise. Go right ahead. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm so grateful. And he's just opening He's just opening so many doors for me right now. And I know it's him. It has nothing to do with me. I know it's wow. him. You know, wow. God has the power to show us who God is. And I see that every day, every day. You know, Gloria, you know, uh, there, there's a very popular song that is out there these days, a song by Tasha Cobbs, and, and we see it being sung. We see it being praise dance to and that and the song is called break every chain and you know and and, yes. and it's a powerful song in and of itself i mean there's a lot of art you know artistic expression to that song but you know what it's nothing like when you really have experienced that when you've experienced that god mm-hmm. has broken chains over your life chains inside of your situation chains inside of your circumstances the song takes on a different meaning it's more than just a great melody and a great uh, uh, you know a, a great a source a great accumulation of words and that's what i'm hearing from you today because you're no longer the victim you're victorious and you're victorious in the things of God. And even inside of the pain and the hurt that it was once part of who you were, and yet it's still still part of who you were because it was through that pain that God has 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 elevated you, promoted you, have given you a sense of a discernment, have given you a sense of purpose and hope like you've never known before. And every time you're on and different ones are calling in, that's one of the reasons I love this show, because we try to provide a platform, an opportunity for those to share. It doesn't matter what you've gone through. Yes, our primary focus, we deal a lot with domestic violence, but we deal with any type of hurt, pain, rejection, regret, abuse, abandonment. It could be spiritual abuse. It could be a number of things. It could be people that are dealing with unforgiveness. There are a lot of people right now that are hurting, and they're hurting because of the fact either, number one, they have not been forgiven by others, or they have failed to forgive others. So there are so many things that are there, but our point is that there is hope and there is healing, and we want people to feel uh, that, that they can make it through that. And, and, and saying that, I want everyone that's listening today, I want to encourage you. I said this earlier tonight in the show, at the beginning of the show, I talked about our Facebook pages, and there there's actually three pages that you can find me on Facebook, more, more than that, but particularly related to that, is that one of them is domestic violence. It is your business. I invite you to join that page because I'm going to tell you something. That page is always filled with information, encouragement, resources, how to get out. There are things there for you. 
And, and and that page is even now. If you go to that page, I'm telling you, Indy Harlem does. She she manages all these pages, and she's absolutely just incredible. She's incredible. She's anointed. I, I mean, literally. I mean, this is. I mean, the things that you will see in that page, oftentimes, uh, most time, happens. It's not a meeting that she and I have and say, okay, I need you to do this page or that page. It is just that she discerns what 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 is being fed, and she. I don't know where she gets it from. Listen, it just shows up on there. And I and I and I am grateful because that means that the message goes on. But even now, if you were to go to that page now, there are some things there to encourage you inside of healing. There are some things there, and I and I and I want to read one of the things that are there right now. And she posted, nevertheless, we cannot change the painful past or bring back a loved one, but we can live with gratitude for the love we had and for the life we shared. My. How powerful it is. Somebody needs to be encouraged today. Somebody needs to hear. And, and even with Gloria sharing her testimony and just sharing her story of being grateful, somebody today, somebody tonight is feeling better. Somebody tonight have found some hope. Somebody tonight understand that they can get through this, that this isn't the end. Because there's another thing I want to say. And I think this is so powerful, too. And this is also on the page. And thank you so much, Indy. Uh, she says, when we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. That's a quote by Victor Frankie. When we're no longer able to change the situation, we're challenged to change ourselves. And tonight, I want to challenge you to change yourself. I want to challenge you to change the way that you look at things. I want you to challenge the way that you change the way you look at yourself. I want you to change the way that you look at things outside of you. Because this is a time that though there's a lot of pain and hurt that's going on, you don't have to remain in the shape that you're in. And that's what this is all about, breaking every chain. This is a time, peace on earth, goodwill toward all men. Gloria, you had something else you'd like to share? Um, no, um, no, that's pretty much it. And just, you know, to to encourage, you know, whoever is listening, that, you know, you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you and just know that you can make, you know, if I can do it, I know, you know, anyone else can. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's now, all Gloria, I really let, wanted to say. Let me ask you this. Yes. Of course, this is open up to all the listeners that are listening tonight. How can, you know, I mean, this time of year, and I, I talk about it, and, 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 you know, I want everybody to understand, I'm not a Scrooge. I try not to be a Scrooge at all. I try not to be. I really am not. But I don't buy a lot into the artificial construct that we call Christmas. I don't. Because I've seen that artificial right. construct lead people to suicide. I've seen that artificial construct that we call Christmas lead people to, to burglary and unethical things. I've seen people uh, uh, who have bought so much into this artificial construct that we've created the commercialization of Christmas. I've seen them do things that, that, that has years and lifetime of repercussions. I don't buy to that. And yet it's still I know that because that has been so inbreded and ingrained into the fabric of where we are that that, that actually can become a trap to a victim inside of a domestic violence situation because it's the perfect setup mm-hmm. for the honeymoon stage. It's a perfect setup for, you know, the gift giving and the buying it. Let me do this, baby, and i just been waiting to do this for you. I just want to show you that I'm a changed person. And, man. How often do we fall mm-hmm. into that? And yeah. we fall into it because of the fact this whole artificial construct that we create, and it cannot, and that artificial construct cannot even hold a candle to the real life 
in Christ Jesus, the real peace that we find in God, the real peace that we find in the safety of God. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, listen, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. That type of peace that allows us to overcome things. Listen, I know that even during this time, we have to find a way, we have to find time to rejoice, to rejoice in the Lord always. And even through what we've gone through, and even through our trials, and even through our tribulation, and even through the loss of those that we love, that we have something we can do. And know what that is? We can rejoice, and we can give God praise, and we can thank God for those individuals that he has allowed to be in our lives. And that's the one thing that I want to make sure that you do as homework, every one of you. When we get off this air, I want you to do that. I want to challenge you. I want you to find that place. Thank God. Thank God for that loved one. Thank him for that opportunity that God has given you and gave you to share with that loved one. That time here on earth, that time that they have impacted your life, and that time that I pray that you even impacted their lives, it's something that we can be so grateful for. And we don't have to allow, we don't have to allow this to be a, a, a painful time. This could really be a time a time of love, a time, a season of a, a season of just uh, of just thanks and giving thanks. I know that we just had Thanksgiving, but every day is Thanksgiving. It ought to be Thanksgiving. And if we give of ourselves, oh man, that's what Christmas is really about. It's about giving. I want to. I want. I want to. I just want to recite that again because I think it's so pertinent. Christmas means giving. The Father gave His Son, and the Son gave His life. Without giving, there is no mm-hmm. true Christmas. And without work, without sacrifice, there is no true worship. That was my Gordon P. B. Hinckley, and I just think that is so appropriate in this day and time. And I want to just challenge each and every one of you that are listening today. And perhaps this is a time for you that is emotional because of loss of loved one or pain, or maybe it's a divorce, or maybe it's a broken relationship. I want you to remember this. Nevertheless, we cannot change the painful past. I bring back a loved one, but we can live with gratitude for the love we had and for the life we shared. There is a way. There's a way to enjoy this time and thank God that he allowed you to make it to this part of the year. We're in, we're, wow, we're in the final stretch. <laughs> and guess what? God is still faithful. And I just want you to understand that. Uh, wow. And, Gloria, I tell you, you, when you get a chance, please go and look at the uh, Desi, uh, uh, Domestic Violence. It is your business um, uh, uh, Facebook page there because there's even a, there's even a shout-out to you. Gloria, we love you, and thank you for your testimony. <laughs> People are listening. And I, and I love it. Uh, I, I'm just I, Actually, I'm just reading from the page. I am a survivor, no pity, no shame, no silence. And, I, MD, I, I, I mean, Indy, I thank you so much. Uh, um, and because this, all these things you can find on the domestic violence, it is your business page uh, uh, on Facebook. And it says, God's peace is a gift. Don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe and trust also in Jesus, who can give you the gift of God's peace, real peace. Not as the world give peace, but peace of spirit, peace of purpose, peace of heart. Then accept Jesus into your heart. Accept his gift by filling your life with his peace, his joy, and his love. Now. That is truly a Merry Christmas, <laughs> when we say Merry Christmas. And so I want to encourage you inside of that. 
thank you so much, Gloria. You always are with us, and you always share so much, and I, I really appreciate that. Continue to listen, and I'll continue to continue to let your light shine. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Ficklin, and I'm so glad that you've joined us tonight. Area code 323-784-9638. Area code 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us tonight. This is open mic night, although we are reflected on the fact of uh, this holiday season. For many, it's a very bad, it's a big bit of a struggle. But I'm saying that it's a place of a peace, a place of healing. I believe that's the case. You can reach us, simply hit the number one on your keypad after you dial 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us. I'm J.R. Ficklin. You're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, and I'll be right back with you right after this commercial break. You're listening to the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. And remember, you can catch this show every Monday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 8 o'clock p.m. Central. And give them a call tonight at 323-784-9638. 323-784-9638. This is Thor. Three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. You give Jay a call right now. And now back to the show. holiday edition. We're talking about, you know, uh, the time of not only being thankfulness, but
but we're talking about, you know, how do we get through this period? For those that may be struggling, those that may be dealing with loss of loved one, a loss of a relationship, abandonment, rejection, loss of property, loss of many things, how do we get through this? And so this is an opportunity for many of you to share. Uh, those of you that would like to uh, be on the air, just simply call area code 323-784-9638 and hit the number 1 on your keypad that lets our producer know that you would like to be on the air and we'll get you on the airway tonight. Now, having said that, I want you to understand tonight is really about healing. It's about giving. It's really about what the spirit of Christmas is all about. But I want to allow you I want to allow you an opportunity perhaps to share your story. An opportunity to share where you hurt. An opportunity to share, you know, uh some of the things that you may be even experiencing right now. And mainly for us, we don't want you to feel that you're alone. We want you to understand that you're that you're surrounded by people that care and, and that we love you and that we're people that will pray with you and for you. But here's an opportunity. Sometimes it's a good thing to be able to share and get things out because that sharing and giving things out oftentimes gives us that place, that place of peace and that serenity that we so need. So uh, area code 323-784-9638, that is how you can reach us tonight. Uh, wow, I have about five minutes left in this show on tonight, and I would love to get your comment. If you're there tonight, uh, just simply hit number one on your keypad, and we'll get you on the airway. So I want to ask a question. What are you grateful for? Before you look at what you don't have, I want you to take opportunity to reflect on what you do have. Before you look on what you don't have up under the tree or, or you wasn't able to get to put up under the tree, I want you to think about what God has done for you. You know, I, I love the song. There's a song that has been around for years, and it says, Tragedy or Commonplace. <laughs> you know, uh, and it talks about uh, all kind of diseases. People are slipping away. You know, and it goes on to talk about the economy. It talks about being with no food and no clothes and outdoors. You know, but it goes on to say, thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. And I think that's the attitude of gratitude that we have to find. We have to find that attitude of gratitude. Because when we find that attitude of gratitude, it is where we find the wings, the wings to go forth, the wings to endure, the wings to uh, to triumph, the wings and, uh, and that's what I want you and I to understand. I love this. As you go to the domestic violence, it is your business page. There's a, I love this here. It's right on the page. It says, the greatest test of faith is when you don't get what you want, but still you are able to say, thank you, Lord. See, that's the beautiful thing about it. You know, and I am convinced that there are times, there are times that we have, we don't have a need problem. We have a want problem because God promise that he will supply all of our need according to his riches and glory. But I think a lot of us, we find ourselves in pain, an unnecessary pain that we bear because we have a want problem. And if we can ever get our want to line up with our need, then I think that we'll find peace, we'll find contentment. We'll be able to say, God, truly, you're, 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 you're awesome. Truly, you've been better to me than I've been to myself. Listen, I am so glad each and every week to have the opportunity to come before you. For those of you that are listening, so many of you that called in tonight, and even for you if you chose not to say anything, I want you to know how grateful that I am for your presence, 
for your participation. Now, I also want to say this to you. I want to encourage you during this holiday season. I want to encourage you to know that your strength coming from the Lord and that he's able to keep you, he's able to protect you, he's able to lift you up. And if you don't remember anything else I said, I want you to remember that. So as we're getting ready to come up on the hour, I want to just say from from me and all of those that we're affiliated with here at the Solo America Radio Network, I want you to know that Jesus is the reason for the season. And if you're in an abusive relationship, I want you to know it's not his will for you to be in that abusive relationship. He's called you to peace. He's called you to hope. And he wants to heal you everywhere you hurt. He wants to bring you out of that. And I want you to know that it's there. 1-800-799-SAFE. 1-800-799-7233. That's the national hotline number for those of you that may know of someone or you find yourself in an abusive relationship. On the other hand, let me say this. This is not the time. Don't give in to the manipulation. Don't give in to that during this time. Stand fast and know that your salvation is near. Until next time, this is J.R. Ficklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us. And hold it, I'm not gone yet because I do have I do have a call on the line, and I believe it is my friend and my colleague, and I'm going to say welcome to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Thank you for being with us. Thank you, and I'm happy to be here. I'm so sorry that I'm just pushing the button so that I can speak, uh, but I wanted to say this just before you go off the line. For so many uh, uh, young ladies who have children and you are in an abusive relationship, just remember, as Pastor Thicklin is saying, that the reason for the season. And and try not to get caught up into the the abuser's depression. Okay, be there for your children. Be there for yourself. Uh, Remember that if, I'll give you a scenario. A scenario of here you have this person in your life who you feel you really love, but he has been abusing you either verbally or physically or both. And now it's Christmas. There isn't much money in the house to make the type of Christmas you you would like for your children or your child to have. So here's your abuser and says, don't worry about it, baby. I'm going to come in with the money. I'll be there for you, and you sit there, and you wait, and you wait. And then there's Christmas Eve, and he hasn't shown up yet. Because every other time he comes into the door, he comes into the house, oh, don't worry about it, I got you. And you're still sitting there waiting, and the children are looking at you. Don't let that happen. Get papers together, get crayons, get coloring books, whatever it takes, and make a Christmas for you and your child. Have the Christmas decoration. Have your prayer. Have your belief. If you have to cut out pictures from a magazine of Santa and paste them up, make Christmas for your child. Don't let your abuser take you down and put you into that depression. Be there for you. Be there for your children. You know, that that is awesome advice. I mean, uh, I, I mean, Dr. D., you know, this time of year is, is difficult. It is difficult, I mean, for people in abusive relationship. And, you know, and, well, you know, I, I call it artificial construct. I mean, that's me. I, that's That may be the little Scrooge in me, 
But it's only because of the fact I think that when we understand the purity of the meaning of Christmas as we know it from a from a Christian standpoint, then I think that to a certain degree that that, that we can find peace. We can find we can find the true meaning, and that true meaning ought to bring us peace, ought to bring us joy, ought to bring us a sense of uh, uh, you know love and gratitude. But with the artificial construct, which unfortunately has been so interwoven in our spirit and our conscience, there's so much pressure that comes with that. Because the whole sense of feeling that we belong, that we are significant, that we are valued, that we're respected, that we, you know, that you know, that we're deserving, has been placed around this time. And so, to the degree that, as you said, you know, so many persons who are in abusive relationship they have, I mean, they find themselves really giving in, and they're partaking in the uh, uh, the tactics and the uh, uh, depression and oppression of the abuser. And so many times, because at this expense, because I just want everybody to be happy. But I love what you said, and before you got on the air, I, I said that to uh, to the audience. I said, you know, during this time, find a way yourself. Find a way. If you don't have a give, go to a convalescent home. Take the children there. I, I can recall time uh, my kids have gone, and we sung. You know, we came, we visited those in the nursing home. We went to, we was able to give to those who may not, who might not have had the ability to reciprocate it. it wasn't always a gift that was wrapped, but it was the gift of love that we unwrapped and gave to someone. And so, you know, I mean, there are so many things to do during this time, and yet still we have to fight for our life, and we have to fight to stay whole, and then we have to fight uh, for it all because we don't want to give in to the temptation and the tactics of the abuser. And so during this time, I just think that was just so such great advice uh, to uh, those that may be in, in, in a uh, situation of abuse. What would you say, Dr. D, to to those that may know someone who may be in an abusive relationship right now? What would you say as an onlooker who may know that situation in terms of what they might can do to help lighten that load or may be able to encourage that person do during this time? I would say just as you have been saying all during this this presentation, and as I said, is to get up, get out of the bed, open the door, greet other people. And once you start opening your mouth, it begins to motivate you within yourself. And Merry Christmas to your neighbor. Merry Christmas to your postman because, thank God, you're able to be here to say that. You're not down where you can't even say it. You're alive. You're spirited. Lord has you here to celebrate his birthday another year. Celebrate his birthday. Celebrate, celebrate his birthday because he is life, he is love, he is joy, and that's that's what he brings you. So get up and say, thank God, thank you for having me here. Thank you for being able to wake up my and on this 25th day of December, your birthday. And happy birthday, Father. Happy birthday. Wow. No. wow. It's amazing. You know what? Because giving does a lot, doesn't it? You know, giving, you know, what I mean, to give of ourselves, to give of our testimony, to give of our love, to give of our joy, to give of our strength, to give of even that conversation to say Merry Christmas to a neighbor, to a postman, to a stranger, to someone homeless, it does a lot. It makes a difference. It is something about that. And the fact that we're around and that we are alive and that there's breath in our bodies, we have reasons to give thanks. 
And and that's the thing that we have to keep in mind. And I always say this. God loves me. And I'm so glad that he loves me because, you know, when the world, and oftentimes when, in, in the case of abuse, when the abuser has done everything to make the victim feel unlovable, unworthy, to feel not, not you know, not valued, uh-huh. She she has no. I mean, she could look. She can look to God and understand if she understands truly God's love, and that's where I think others come in. That's where we come in. Those of us that know the love of God. Those of us that say we have the love of God in us and the light of God. Man, love isn't love until you give it away. And you share that love with someone else. When you when you share that, it can make a difference in a person's life. Do you understand that? You know, I, I love it uh, because of the fact I know how powerful it is. In the book of Acts, it's an interesting thing. As this man is begging on the outside of the gate, called Beautiful, and he's begging for alms, and he's begging. This has been his this has been his daily routine. This is what he does. And then he comes across the apostles there, and guess what they say when they beg for alms? They said, "Silver and gold have we none, but such as we have, we give unto thee." And what we have to understand is, sometimes it may not be silver and gold that you have. But what you have to give that comes out of you from the mouth of God, from the love of God, from the heart of God, from the mind of God, is golden to someone. It's golden. It is golden. It can make the difference. It's something about the power of simply acknowledging someone that can make a difference. So before we, before we throw in the towel, before we allow someone to label us, we have to stop, look, and say, God, I'm thankful for what you're doing right now. Thank you for what you're bringing me out of right now. Thank you that you've kept me and you've never left me right now. Thank you, God, that you've allowed me to experience your peace on your birthday. You know, and, and we have to understand that, and, and there's so much inside of it. And I have to say this, you know, Dr. D, I, I, you know, you and I talk about things like this all the time, but when I look at the fact of surely it's a difficult time, you know, children they only children learn what they live and they live what they learn. And and we have so much of responsibility to them. And to, to protect them out of an abusive relationship is is a, is is a monumental task. It's a responsibility. And that's why I, I continue to say it takes people engaged in love to be able to love, to be able to show that love to be able to reach out from themselves, reach outside of themselves, and to be able to make a difference. I invite each and every one that is listening, please visit the uh, Facebook page, Domestic Violence. It is your business there. Uh, there are some tremendous posts that are there. Thank you so much, Indy. Literally, everything that we have talked about has been put into, <laughs> has been put into capture. I, I have no idea how she does it, uh, but it's a beautiful thing. Literally, you can recap the show through pictures and through um, just the reinforcement of things that have been said. And I want to invite each and every one to do do such inside of that. So, Dr. D, listen, I'm so glad that you've joined us and everything. I know that you have a lot that you're thankful for in this holiday season. I know it's a lot that I'm thankful for in this time. And I know that there's so much that, that we know that when we, when we decree and declare that, you know what, this 
isn't going to end this way. It's going to be a great year. We're going to give him glory for what he's doing and for what he's done. And with that being said, you know, we're, we're just going to we're just we're just going to thank him for what he's doing. We're not going to complain about what we don't have. We're going to be thankful for what we do have. So true. Thank you. That is so true. Well, I tell you, it has been a great time together, and as we get ready to sign off for the night, we want to encourage everyone, as we said to you earlier, find that time. Find that time. Be thankful. Find that time. Thank God for allowing you that time, the time with that loved one, the time with that friend, the time. Thank you, God, for, for just even keeping me. i got breath in my body. You, that means that it, it, it isn't over yet for me. That means that there is something that you still have in mind for me. Your, your plan is still at work. Your purpose is still at work in my life. That means that, God, that, that there's something that you've got, and you've already declared that eyes have not seen, neither ears have heard, neither have it entered into the hearts of men, the great things that you prepared for me. So, God, I just want to thank you now for what you're doing i want to thank you now for 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 the latter rain because i believe this that the latter shall be greater than the former and though i may have seen have gone through i am so grateful that the latter is greater than the former and so with that i want to give him thanks and i want to give him glory and i challenge each and every one of you to do that today listen joy to the world truly because the lord has come let her perceive its king. Let every heart prepare a room. And let heaven and nature sing. And I think for each and every one of us, that is what ought to be our battle cry today. Let's give him glory and let's give him honor and praise. And this is J.R. Thicklin. You've been listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. I want you to just remember that it isn't over to God say that it's over. And as long as there's an opportunity, as long as there's breath in your body, let me tell you, there's hope. So make the day of it. Make a difference as you live your life. And until next week, this is J.R. Thicklin saying, have a blessed evening.
options are few I'm trying to pray But where are you? I'm all churched out Hurt and abused I can't say what's left to do Come on. Truth is I'm weak No strength to no tears to cry, even if I try, but still my soul refuses to The people say 